Welcome to Men's Book Club. Men's Book Club. Hell yeah. I've been working on that. Yeah, for a couple months now. We're back after a very, very long hiatus. We're back. Well, um, between the holiday week, uh, I was traveling for work, yeah, and we got then COVID boy here received the COVID finally after after two years. I he, lost he was so trying, he was trying. I was trying to hold out, but 2022 finally happened. Um, lasted a while actually, and yeah. now here we are. We're back. We're back, baby. We are back. We're better than ever. Um, well, I don't know about better. But yeah, I heard we're back. We're I back. heard your lungs never recover. Truly, <laughs> who knows? Uh, science still out on it. Um, we can't talk about COVID. No, we, hear, we, we hear enough we're, about that. We're here to talk about books. Very wonderful books. So, um, we're starting the new year of podcast with a downer today by talking about our uh, favorite little girl, Anne Frank. Yeah, that's Anne not Frank. the way that's, to address her. <clears throat> She's her, who's, who's another little girl that's your favorite, would you say? Uh, Michelle Tanner. Michelle Tanner is your favorite little girl. Michelle Tanner. Katie, I mean, Kate, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen yeah. are your favorite little girls. Why not? Because they're not Anne Frank, and Anne Frank's a hero. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they didn't write a book. And as a Jewish man, you should absolutely 100% agree with that statement. I do agree. Okay. And Anne Frank never grew up to be the Olsen twins and... Make a get lot to, of money. And make a lot of money. <laughs> Off nothing. <laughs> Yeah, so all um, jokes aside, we are starting this year off with discussing The Diary of a Young Girl, Anne Frank. Um, the book is obviously very famous. It Everybody knows about it. Even if you haven't read it, you probably know exactly what the book's about. Uh, even though the book is a bit of a downer, Matt, we... Um, it, is a, it is a bit of a downer. It's a bit of a downer. Uh, not many happy occasions uh, happen at the end, especially regarding how her life ends in general. Um, but the book, I think, is very, very important. I'm glad it survived. It almost didn't. Yeah, it's actually pretty crazy it did because wasn't it, um, wasn't it like people went through it? Guards, maybe they just Yeah, they, they it, took maybe? everything and the secretary of her father kept it in his desk, in her desk, uh, so that she can return it to him when he came back. And um, they say that if she actually went through and read the diary, she probably wouldn't have given it to him because she would have, she would have probably assumed that it's going to be a, um, a crime to to pass along that kind of work. So she probably would have destroyed it if she went through it, and her father could have destroyed it after he got it, but uh, he kept it and he published it afterwards, and that's how we got to know inside the man- mind of a. 13-year-old, no, no, 13-year-old girl named Anne Frank. Um, By the way, just as a disclaimer here, like I said, uh, Matt is Jewish, so he's allowed to make the jokes. Uh, You will not be hearing many jokes from me. (laughs) 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 Um, We have to do a little bit of humor in this because we... It's too sad. It's a very sad book. So um, there isn't a lot of literary critique that you can do it's obviously she wasn't good (laughs) her her writing style is a trope now um she's it's obviously a book about uh, let's go through the synopsis very quickly she's a young jewish girl living in netherlands at the time 
that got a diary for her 13th birthday, and she writes in her diary, which is which she nicknamed Kitty, every day. And this book is basically just her diary's entry. It's, yeah, which is a, it's pretty cool because it's not overly about the war. It's it's right. about like mundane yes. things too. Yes, and she she goes through this um this this these little bits and pieces of the war, like you know when when she hears that somebody's gonna assassinate attempting to assassinate Hitler there's you know she hears that um she hears some good news here and there and she hears some bad news and and, and you can see that in her diary but for the most part it's really just the story of a 13 year old girl under very horrible circumstances living in this annex as as a separate portion of a building hidden she can't make noise she can't go outside for two years and especially during the day you definitely can't make noise which yes. is Maybe at night, I think it's the because it was above it's an office. office. Yeah. So like at night, maybe you can make a little bit more. But yeah, in the morning uh, you time, still can, really. um, yeah, in the morning time, you're not allowed to make much noise. Which you is have crazy. To sit down. I mean, for a 13 year old, you know, oh, for to, yeah, for anybody, right? Yeah, you can't make any noise. And um, they had a horrible food. Ho- the food, if was, you can even call it that. Yeah, I mean, the food was but, sort of what was given to them by but, the community, whatever they could sneak in. Um, they didn't just live as a family. There were strangers living with them. I mean, you yeah, know. that's what makes it. It's not just like, oh, I'm, I'm with my mom, my dad, my sister, mm-hmm. and uh, me. It's oh, then there's a doctor. Yep, maybe was with them and another family. Yeah, and she she shared a room, um, with with another man. That's that's kind of again she's a 12 year old girl sharing a bedroom <laughs> yeah it's crazy with another man what, what you would do like just to just to live which yeah. is again sad um but yeah this that's the story is, is basically just her diary entry from for for two years almost and that, that's a <clears throat> i think that's the most impressive part is that you know it's not like you're talking about one month would be a long time two months it's, it's years right like, it's yeah, and and years that, you know, like now we look at it from the grand scheme of things. World War II was horrible, and obviously everybody acknowledges the the horrible things that happened with the Holocaust and all that. But the the yeah, unless you're uh, Mel Gibson, I will not comment on that, and I'll let Mel Gibson <laughs> comment. I know he's a listener. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, you you hear about it, for, but imagine you're in that. You know, like we we think about it now. I think her first entry is, you know, I I'm gonna look at the year 1942. And now you think about it, like 1942 wasn't the beginning of the problems. You, 1945 is really like 1944 is when the United States um, got involved. 1945 is when Japan surrendered. So like the war ended around that time. You know, so you think. But to them, they didn't know if this was going to last two more years, two more months, or 20 more years of them uh, living that way. I think the saddest part was, I thought when she got taken, wasn't it almost over? Oh, yeah. She got got taken in August of 1944. Which is, and I think she got taken mainly because somebody ratted them. Yeah, and they still don't know who it is. Yeah. Um, But she got taken. Which is the worst part. (laughs) Yeah, she got taken in 1944. Uh, the United States last landed on Normandy Beach in June of 1944. So they were two months away 
Um, and, and in August of 1944, if I remember this correctly, they liberated Paris. It took them about two months to liberate Paris. So the moment that the month that she got taken away, they already freed, quote unquote, France. And the next country over, you know, it, it still took them until 1945 to really liberate Germany. And yeah, have, but it, was, it was it was definitely like if she held on. Yeah, not like it was her control. Say. Right. Yeah. yeah not but but, but still, but it's it's like, oh, man, if they weren't if they if they weren't read it out, they would have survived. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, like you gotta think a year, maybe a year after she got taken away, she, it would have been over. You know, she would have. They would have been able to come out of hiding. Well, I, I, I will argue, and it sucks that you know people had to go through this and they died. But it's almost better that she did it, and this came out because it just shows the the yeah just the, the, the cruelty yeah the atrocity of the world. Oh yeah, yeah it's absolutely. more impactful than if she survived and like here's my diary. Yeah, that's true. She made she made a much more powerful impact by not being around. Yeah, as sad as that is to say, but it's true. Um, you know, if, if this was a diary of a girl who died when she was 91, like her dad, yeah, very few people would care, but it's, it's that you, you're looking at it through the lens of a 13, 14, 15 year old girl living in the middle of Nazi Germany's occupation of Netherlands. And it and, is pretty interesting because she's so young and she even says it at one point towards the end, like, I don't believe people, I'm butchering it, but I don't believe people are like... Like deep down, or that bad. Bad, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Because you're probably looking at it from like um, twelve. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, so. exactly. You could see, you could see, like, it's very interesting. Um, <clears throat> there are times when she's writing, and it's you can tell it's a little girl, you know, like her little crush on Peter, the, <laughs> one of the kids that she's living with, and you know, you could tell she's a little girl. She's she wants to go outside. She wants to play. She wants to do little girl things. But at the same time, you can see a lot of maturity in her and where she's <laughs> yeah where she's like understanding the consequences of being outside if, if when i was 12 years old and my mom told me i had to stay inside for years i well you I, lived in jersey city so. well that's true that's true <laughs> i take that back um yeah but seriously it's it's you you're thinking about it from a from the perspective of someone who uh doesn't know when the ending is has the maturity to be patient and maybe there are times when she wasn't and obviously she's not going to write about that or maybe she wouldn't write about that but she still has the clarity to be able to understand like i am writing this based on um what i hear from other people and she still has enough knowledge and an understanding and patience to say that that's not who human beings are. Yeah, I think the the worst part is too. Is since you're on top of that business and you can't move, it, it's not like it was a, a huge nine hundred square foot place. It, it couldn't have even been right. I I actually after after reading this, I mean, I I looked at what the you know the pictures are they do like these demo walkthroughs of what i know you can go there if you go to oh uh, yeah, yeah. Where, amsterdam yeah, um, yeah uh, you netherlands can, yeah. yeah they 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 do you could i mean you could if you go on youtube and you look at it, it you know behind the bookshelf you go as soon as you walk in there's a door to the left where they stayed and the stairs that lead to the at i mean you could see all of it you could see pictures of the posters that she left on the wall they're you know celebrities at the time or people that she looked up to and you can see like it's not only is it not big, which everybody assumed 
is not big. Everybody knew it's not big, but it's also, um, it's it isn't enough for one family, let alone two and a half. Yeah, that's the crazy part. And and it it's not it's not no, it's not in a place that's invisible. As weird as that sounds, like it's it's an it's a secret entrance to a second building. That's really what it is. And that second entrance just gets you to a place where there are still windows and you still have to hide. So you're in your own place. You can't make noise. You can't be near windows. She had to go into the attic. I mean, window. think about it. It's like not only can you make noise, but like you have to go to the bathroom and you can't do it. Right. You yeah. Know, it's, you can't even do the simplest. You can't. Human God forbid function. you drop a plate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, so you have to be like pretty much, I, I would say, eight hours a day completely silent mm-hmm. you can't even go to the bathroom i mean and if you do yeah can't flush yeah uh-huh. yeah and, and she goes into the attic and she tries to sneak in there and look through the very small window in the attic to try to look at the trees she looks at the top of the trees she, she can't really look down into the street so she's looking at the top of the trees and she's picturing one day that she could be out there with the trees and Look, I, you know, yeah, she's she was free before she was 12, and I'll put that in air quotes. She was free when she was 12. Um, but, yeah, also, but you don't like, even realize. Yeah, you're, when, when, when you're that age and you, you go from you're 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, and that's the world that you know, you you kind of like, it starts to feel like it's your whole life yeah, when that, you're I mean, that age. I mean, yeah, you could say you're, you're free, but, but it's not like she was a prisoner like she right. did something wrong going to jail solitary confinement this is yeah uh, you know I, this is something that just got unfortunately pressed upon people yep. and, and they had no choice yeah and and look there are a lot of parts in the in the book and again we don't i i don't think it's i don't want to say appropriate is the right word i just don't think there's a lot that you can uh, in terms of literary criticism about this book in general or or writing or pieces or anything like that it is a very important book for everybody to read i think it's it helps you get a lens of even if you're not really interested in war or world war ii i know a lot of people aren't big fans of history in general and world war ii books and all that um it's a diary entry of a little girl and and it's also it's very relevant because even you had a lot of people that went along with somebody and it's it's almost the same thing as uh when people uh, you know attack the capital let's mm-hmm. say because you get you get people that just follow yeah know? it's and and again i i i know i've said this in the beginning but the saddest part about of all of this is that you never know when it's going to end and as a parent like you got to remember her she said she didn't have a good relationship with her mom you know she wasn't very affectionate and caring yeah she, and also you're 12 so yeah who does right <laughs> but she had a good relationship with her dad and oh, yeah. you know oh yeah very good moving on um yeah they they she had a good relationship with her dad, and and I feel like girls do more with the dad. Younger, yeah. right? I would agree. Um, she didn't seem. You gotta imagine the perspective of the parents, also, even though they didn't have a diary. Like their kids are locked up for what you think could be another ten years of this. I mean, that part to me is the most mind blowing. You know what? Piece. Uh, when I. Uh, went through, uh, you know, my anxiety phase. My dad happened to see me. I think I was supposed to get a suit, and I didn't go with them. I, I was, like, walking 
in the city and they took a car and he didn't even realize it was me, you know? And he said it was like almost heartbreaking because you see somebody like you could tell they have like mm. problem. So like I can only imagine with this would be the same thing. It's like you're seeing you can't do anything about it. Right. You right. know, it's it's uh it, it can't be easy as a parent to just watch it there, you know, as a parent you got most of your not most, but you got a lot of portion that you were free. Yeah. Now you're watching your kids and they're Prisoners for being Jewish. That's true. That's. I mean, nothing you can do. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about it. I mean, yeah. it's a religion. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's, and I remember, um, you probably weren't here yet, but, you know, even when 9-11 mm-hmm. happened, it's like, we all had that mom and dad, oh, well, they're, those people in the gas station, they're, they're Muslim. They're wearing yeah. those. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we yeah. all... <laughs> Yeah, everybody, everybody freaked out. I get, I, and and look, I I I think there's a big distinction here between um, being fearful and being prejudiced. I think uh, being prejudiced comes from ignorance, and being fearful comes from um, really being afraid of of what that because you don't know anything. There's no knowledge about it. I think if everybody learned a little bit more, I mean. Realistically, realistically, what's the difference between a Jewish person and a non-Jewish and, and that's, person? And that's the, the most time? important thing. Where like, you know, now schools might be trying to ban certain books. Let's oh, anyone want to learn about it, but but it's important mm-hmm. because unfortunately, this it, this did happen. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, ha- this this happened. this stuff. I mean, regardless of how. Uh, you know, maybe some parents don't want their kids to learn about it or they don't want to show them that the world is sad. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but this was assigned reading to us in middle school. It was uh, for me. Yeah, it's... Uh, actually, a little bit... It might have been um, for me, elementary school, actually. Yeah, it's it's a, it's important for the kids to know about... I mean, no matter how... Well, no now, matter how, well don't you think it's a little different now because, you know, they could say they're banned and now there's the internet, so, so you could... This will be known. I mean, this is not. Yeah, be yeah, known, I, I, yes. This, this will be, and it's too like it's out already. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna. You can't take away information that's already been out there. But there are similarities of things that happen on a day to day basis that people are trying to stop from going out there. You know, you just. I think it's important for kids, and I, I'm not a parent, so uh, you know, that's just my opinion on hey, it. Go fuck yourself. um you you need to teach your kids about horrible things at a young age not because it's good for them but because it prevents it from happening or or they can recognize like oh yeah there is there is there is true evil in the world um i I do want to say hopefully it never happens again in in that scale but still yeah i I agree 100 percent um i would like to say that we're civilized uh uh generation now but well I'm here not 100%. But, but you know there's other countries you know there's other situations that i'm sure that's ignorant no i'm just kidding uh okay. yeah you're... okay um <laughs> no i do i do want to read a small this is this is um i think her second to last entry and okay. it's just the first the first sentence of it uh friday july 21st 1944 this is after um the united states landed on the beaches of normandy in d-day so she says dear kitty now I'm getting really hopeful. Now things are going well at last. Yes, really, they're going well. Super news. An attempt has been made on Hitler's life, and not even by a Jewish communist or English capitalist this time, but by a proud German general. And what's more, 
He's a count and still quite young. The optimism of this girl, <laughs> you know, this is two years into her writing her diary. Two years into, this is 19, July 1944. This is two years afterwards. And still she has some hope. You know, great news. Somebody attempted well, to assassinate Hitler. You know what? I, I guess it would be because if you if you had no, if you didn't hear anything in two years, right? And, yeah. and something, I don't know that. Yeah, you're probably like, oh, okay, yeah, something. Because even if um, you know, it's not the same thing at all. But but even if you're in like traffic and you're in there for twenty minutes and nothing's moving, but then you move an inch. Yeah, you're like okay, it's, I'm I'm a little <laughs> hopeful now. <laughs> Things are looking up. Yeah, I'm going to make it home. Uh. Yeah, it's it's crazy that she has that level of optimism two years later. I mean, I again, I'm, I'm trying to think of myself when I'm 12 years old. And even if I hear a little bit of good news, I'm always going to be like, oh, well, it's... Yeah, who cares if somebody attempted his life and they didn't do it? <laughs> you know, it's I, I would I'd probably fail to see the big picture that there are people out there who have dismay against somebody that that's evil. It's... It, it's again. I mean, there's not much to talk about in terms of the writing style or anything like that. Um, a highly recommended book. I think books like this, where it's written from the mindset of a person involved in it, without any editorializing by anybody else, and it's just, you know, a diary entry or a book written by somebody who in, was involved in a certain aspect. As, uh, you know, in comparison to writing as an expert, quote unquote, when you've never lived through it, it's one thing to visit it as a journalist and talk about what's happening, you know, in Syria and Iraq or whatever. But it's another thing yeah, to live through that yeah, and, and know it, and never know when it's ending and there's no escape. It's a different feeling. I think these are the yeah. kinds of books that are very, very important. I would argue probably more important than reading a history book that's well, e well researched. Yeah, because you're. You're in it. She's in it. Yeah, in. absolutely. Um, I don't think we're going to rate this one. I don't think it's necessary because we're rating based on a lot of things. I don't think this is necessary to no. do so. I, you don't need a rating, but it, it's definitely a must. It's a must read it's, for sure. It's a must read because yes. I remember read it as a kid. And you don't, even though I'm Jewish, you don't, you know, you're a kid. You, you yeah. Know what it is. Yeah. So I, I definitely reread it recently. Mm -hmm. You did. Yep. And uh, you're like, oh, man. Yeah, so you, you, it's an intense it, thing. It hits you when you're 12. It hits you when you're 30. It hits you when you're 40. It's always going to hit you because... I mean, it's a hard thing to even conceive. I right. mean, to think uh, you had this one person who got a lot of people to be like, your problems are not your problems. It's the Jews' problems. Right. It's right. like, oh my God. Yeah, and... and you got enough people to, to buy, buy it. Yeah, and, and you made the statement earlier, it's... It's very, very sad, obviously unfortunate that she ended up dying. Um, but that death is what kind of puts a gloom to the book. You know what I mean? Like, if she didn't die, this story would have been a story about hope. Yeah. And maybe in some aspects it is, but overall it's, you know, a story about hope or, and whatnot. But that because she died and she didn't know she was going to die, she put her last journal entry in on, yes. you know, the August 2nd. They got taken away like August 6th or something. Yeah, so it was like a couple she days thought that, you know, she's going to come back and write in a couple of days. Yeah. And and she doesn't. And it erupts, ends abruptly. It makes it so much more real. And she gets taken to a concentration camp. Her and her sister die. Yeah, and, and you can, uh, you know, you can kind of like picture it like all of a sudden you're writing and a couple of days later, you're gone. Yeah. And it's, yep. uh, it's fucked up. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Very. And 
you know, to the to the few Nazis that came over and took them over, I mean, you know, <laughs> get something better to do with your fucking life. I, know, exactly. I mean, you, there's a family living there. Yeah, I, obviously, I'm talking like um like they're in front of me or like they care, but it, it's in all seriousness, it the fact that she unfortunately didn't make it was fortunate for the big picture. And usually, often, that's how these things are, right? It takes a martyr to bring about this news that is so important and helps people understand things a little bit more from a different perspective. So, um, Well, yeah, I think it also shows, like, the stakes are real, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, This person didn't make it. Yeah. uh, Nothing to do with her. I mean, how how must her poor father have felt living until, I think he said, until he was 91 in... Switzerland. He was living. He lived out the rest of his life in Switzerland until he was ninety-one. I mean, he lived another forty plus years. But the good thing is that you know his daughter did make this impact. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. But what he must think about every single day, like he has to go back and and reminisce about yeah. the time that he lived in such a small area, and it was a different world now. Like now in the ni- in the nineteen eighties, I mean, nobody is talking about you know, Nazis anymore or the Jews being persecuted against. I mean, not to the same scale. Obviously, there's always going to be prejudice. But he's thinking like, man, if they could only have made it to to this time, yeah. right? Like it would have the life that they would have had. And that probably that pain that he must have felt all the time thinking about like his wife, his other daughter, his friends, his business partner, his, his everybody just didn't make it. And he did. And he wishes he could share that with. Yeah, which someone. is kind of crazy because he was he was an older guy, and, and yeah. uh, I guess it depends on where they they placed you, I guess. But right, yeah. Um, so, I you know, like I said, we probably we're not we shouldn't be rating this. It's just a classic book. I think it's very important to read. I think even if you read excerpts of it, it doesn't have to be the full thing if you don't have the time. It's very important to read the whole thing, but. Um, I yeah. think if you read a few of her entries just to get into the mindset of a scared Jewish girl in the midst of a Holocaust. Yeah, and it's also, um, it's not overly long. Right. Um, yes. I mean, yes. it's sad and it's hard to get through at times, but it's it's relatively, what, 300 pages yeah. at, the, at the most. Yep. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, and, and it's readable because yes. she, she, she's a kid. So yeah. One of the most interesting things, if if you are a history fan, to try to tie the the time frames out to things that were really happening, like when she's, you know, you could probably go read about that assassination in a in a hundred. There's a whole book probably written out there about people who attempted to assassinate Hitler that were part of the Third Reich, and here she is just mentioned it as a passing line. So it kind of correlates history together, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. So that's it for this episode um we started the year off on a downer but that's okay because sometimes books aren't supposed to be about happy books are supposed to be about learning yeah that's true so uh thank you guys for joining us we really do appreciate it um thank you comment subscribe uh follow us and if there is anything that you'd like to hear any books that you'd like us to read oh uh, yeah and then next week uh yeah we're doing uh flowers for algernon next so. week is flowers for algernon that's right daniel keys um which is um Kind of interesting because, and we didn't plan it out this way, but it's obviously a fiction, but it's journal entries too. And also sad. 
Yeah, so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting off really, really well back to back. Those are the best books. Um, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Talk to you later. All right. See ya.